Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, Cojourners. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm appreciative. We have a poem on today, and the poet's artist's name is Little Sailboat. And so thank you, Little Sailboat, for sending in your poem, and it reads, Coffee blends tickle my nose, while the wind outside howls and moans. I pull the soft fabric to my chin, and hope that nobody can see my grin. I dream of a time that looks less hectic when I can truly feel and know I'm rested. Until then, I pull my scarf close and ponder and do my best to let my heart wander. Colors float and fall outside as I try to control the thoughts in my mind. Beautiful sounds entice my soul, but the stress of life may take its toll. Running, racing, fiery and flustered, sip, intake, lackluster. Can I just rest here? I need time. I dream of a time that looks less hectic, when I can truly feel and know I'm rested. Until then, I pull my scarf close and ponder, and do my best to let my heart wander. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much, so much, Little Sailboat. I really appreciate your poem as well as the song that you sent. And what a gift for us to think about trying to slow down in the midst of a stressful life, in in the midst of a hectic life, with all of the pressures and the pulls on our time, our energy, our attention, that as we come home to ourselves, a part of that journey can also mean learning to slow down. And that's what we want to talk about today, to not always rip and run, to not always go from one thing to the next, to not create a life for ourselves that is built on perpetual stress and motion. And so instead to think about what are some concrete ways, some concrete strategies that you can utilize to slow down. And the first way I will mention is connecting with your breath. And we've talked about meditation here before. There are all different forms of meditation, but uh, when we think about it in terms of simplicity, taking just a few minutes of your day where you focus on nothing but your breath, where you tune in to your inhale and your exhale. And if your mind wanders, which it will do, then you just bring back your attention to your breath again. 
back to the breath, back to your source, back to your inner being and inner knowing. And so if you can commit each day to some stillness and some time for focus on breath, some time for meditation, some time for stillness, that can help to shift the pace of your day and even the pace of your nervous system. Along with tuning into our breath, you can also think about slowing down uh, with your eating and drinking. That sometimes we are racing through meals and that may be the way you saw uh, your family, your parents, those who raised you. Their approach to drinking or eating may have been very uh, hurried and constantly trying to move on to the next thing or multitasking. So you're eating and driving or eating and working. And so I invite you to give yourself the gift of releasing multitasking and allowing yourself to sit to sit and if you're drinking water to just allow yourself to experience drinking the water if you're having a cup of tea then to allow that to be its own experience preparing the tea sitting with your tea actually letting yourself taste it instead of gulping it down and the same for your meals you can start to think about being mindful with your eating to really approach your food from a place of gratitude. Thankful for uh, the farmers and those who prepared uh, the food. Thankful that your body is able to digest the food. Thankful that uh, you had the provision or resources to access the food. And so if we can slow down and then even have appreciation for the taste of the food, to actually taste our food requires that we slow down. So can you just reflect in this moment about your current approach to eating? And especially when we think about emotional eating, uh, often it is not out of actually enjoying the food, but we can be stuffing ourselves, stuffing our grief, stuffing our anxiety, stuffing our loneliness, stuffing our anger, and not actually tasting your food, right? And when I'm mindlessly eating, I end up eating a lot more than I actually desire uh, because I'm not even checking in with my body to see when I've had enough, right? And so whether it's with a cup of tea, a glass of water, with your meal, to really think about slowing down the process, releasing multitasking, and approaching the moment with gratitude. And to be self-aware of when you've had enough, right? So that is paying attention to our bodies will require that we slow down. It also can be helpful to uh, set your alarm, uh, if you wake up to an alarm, at a time that is early enough that you don't just have to jump up. 
but you can have a moment of reflection, of prayer or meditation, perhaps your cleansing breath uh, before you even uh, get out of the bed so that you're not having that jump start to your day where as soon as you open your eyes, you're having uh, to start running through your day, running through your to-do list. And so give myself the gift of a slower start. Give myself the gift of a slower start. And when I wake up with enough time for that, I can design the beginning of my day in a way that is nourishing for me, in a way that creates a good pace of reflection. So that also might mean I want to start the day with stretching or yoga. I may want to start the day by reading or by journaling. And so what is the way that you can enjoy a fully embodied present morning? Yes. We also can help ourselves to slow down by uh, turning off devices. So spending time with your phone off, spending time in your space without music playing, without the television on, without the sound of social media and various uh, videos, but instead to be with yourself, to be present with yourself in the silence and in the stillness that can help you to slow down and you can have some revelations, some clarifying moments some awareness or aha moments that come to you in the stillness. Sometimes we feel stuck or overwhelmed and stressed out and we don't know what to do. But in all of the rushing around, we are overlooking some potential solutions. And so if you can be still with yourself, check in with yourself, tune in to yourself, to that still small voice within, wisdom can show up, knowledge can show up, clarity can show up. Another important strategy when we think about slowing down is slowing down in my conversation with people so that I'm actually listening, that I want to set a goal to really be present, to hear my friend, to hear my family member, to hear my children, to hear the stranger, whoever is speaking, I want to pay attention and uh, not waiting to respond, not quick to react or even overreact, but instead to really tune in to what is being said, both verbally and with the nonverbals to give a person, my full attention is a gift. It is a gift to them. It's a gift to me. It's a gift to the friendship, right? And so to be present with someone in an undistracted way allows a full uh, use of the time, right? That we're not uh, halfway listening and halfway doing something else or thinking of something else but really to practice sacred presence. It will enrich your relationships. It will improve 
communication, it will enhance connection. And so I invite you to even reflect on when was the last time you feel like someone was really listening to you? Right? Not where you felt like, oh, I'm rambling or they don't care, but where it felt like they are really concerned, compassionate, trying to understand. And that may have been a friend, a teacher, a family member, a therapist, a minister, a stranger, right? Who was the last person that you felt slowed down to actually listen? And if you have not had such a connection in your life, I hope that you will be intentional about trying to create and nurture that level of friendship and for us also to provide that, right? That we're not only looking for people who will listen and be attentive, but that we also value sharing our attention, our focus, our presence with the meaningful people in your life. It also can help us to slow down to declutter right? And you can think of decluttering as an activity, but often when our outer world is stressful, our inner world is stressful, and our space is cluttered, it makes it hard to really breathe and be present and be tuned in. So it can help us to feel that sense of calm when we have some clearing of our space, And so if you're at home now or in your office or even in your car, I invite you to just look around, glance around and see, is there any place that would benefit from some decluttering? Is there anything in your space that you want to shift or move or clean up or reorganize? so that the outer world can help to bring some calm to your inner world. And as we're thinking about uh, decluttering your space, it also can be about what do I have in my space that is calming for me? And that may be aromatherapy. What are the scents that you surround yourself with? What are the colors that are in your space? What is the art? What are the artwork pieces that are around you? Right? What do you see? What in your space may be adding to your tension, your stress, your anxiety? And is there anything you can do about that? Right? Can you redecorate? Can you declutter? so that you can start to have a greater sense of calm and an ability to slow down within that space. It also is gonna be helpful to use your sacredness of no to set some boundaries so that you have some free space in your schedule. And I I won't say how much time you need That depends on you, and I know you all have multiple responsibilities and demands. And at the same time, uh, sometimes we have said yes to too many things. And so we week after week create a life 
that is unmanageable and unsustainable. And so to become intentional with your schedule, that I am protecting my mental, physical, and spiritual health so that there is time for stillness and silence. And some people will actually write that on their calendar. If they work with other people, they will let them know I'm not available at this time. And so how can you create some mental space in your schedule? How can you create that? And is there anything you can eliminate from your schedule if you're overcommitted? And people may be disappointed, but if we fear disappointing others to the point where we are creating a life that is really self-destructive, then we want to grow emotionally in that area so that we have the capacity to sit with people's disappointment and still make decisions that honor our health and our wellness. And so I hope you will uh, learn to say no and protect your peace. And then we can also help ourselves to slow down by reminding ourselves of our priorities. Right. Everything can't be a level 10 emergency. Not everything is urgent. Not everything requires you. Sometimes we have this mindset that we must do everything and that no one else can do it. And uh, that is not always the case. And so I invite you to think about what are the things that are my priorities at this season of my life? And there may be some things that were priorities in my past, but I'm not there anymore, even though that thing is still taking up a lot of time in my life. And so am I willing to shift and to grow, to make room for the new, to accept that I am different and changing and that the old priorities or the old schedule and system no longer works for me? Yes. It also can help us to slow down, to take time for gratitude. I talked about gratitude at mealtime, but also just in your own reflection. Sometimes when we are running through our days and weeks, it is because we're searching for something, hungry for something, on a quest for something, desperate for something outside of ourselves. And for many people, especially trauma survivors, it's never enough. Right. And so you just go from one thing to the next. And so when I shift into gratitude, it allows me to appreciate myself, appreciate my life, appreciate the things in my life that are nourishing, that are aligned. And then I can quiet that sense of constant need and recognize the ways in which this life is fulfilling and focus on the ways in which I am blessed, right? I'm a blessed person. And so I wonder even now, if you can think about your gratitude for this season of your life, not just what you want for your future, not just your aims and your goals and your hopes and your plans, but right now in this moment, in this season of your life, what do you appreciate? What do you recognize as something that is 
beneficial, that is edifying, that is reflective of you, right? Your process, your growth, and your journey home. It also helps us to slow down, to ground ourselves. And we know some of the grounding exercises we have talked about in the past are with our senses. And so I can ask you even now to notice what you hear. So you may be hearing the sound of my voice. And what else do you hear? And along with hearing, looking around to see what is visually around you. What do you notice? What do you see? And what do you smell? What do you taste? And what do you touch? What do you feel? Maybe the clothes on your body, the glasses on your face, your feet on the floor. What do you feel? So as we connect with our senses, that can help us to slow down as well. It is a wonderful gift to recognize that we don't have to constantly be full speed ahead. It's a wonderful gift to recognize progressive muscle relaxation and to really be present with ourselves and with those that we care about for us to be tuned in both with how we start our day and also how we end our day so that we are not running and rushing and doing a million things until we collapse at night, right? Um, but giving ourselves permission and a part of that will require creating realistic timelines. Sometimes not only are we overcommitted, but we underestimate how long things will take. So then it requires us to be up all hours of the night and early morning, perpetually working. And so I need to rework, reset my priorities and my expectations of myself, including the timeline, so that I can live a life that has slowness in it, that has stillness in it, that has breath in it because you are worthy. We are worthy of that. Inhale in through the nose. Exhale out through the mouth. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. <laughs>